It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. Hello, this is Doc Rob, Dr. Rob Streisfeld, your Concierge for Better Living here at CannabisRadio.com and iHeartRadio. You know, this has been... So far, an amazing journey on CannabisRadio.com and with this podcast. I'm enjoying the conversations tremendously and just learning more about not only cannabis, but about what the people behind the industry are all about, their passions, their motivations, what, what got them in the space. Some of these people I've interviewed are former professional athletes and now see some of the effects that cannabis has played or could play in their, in their careers. Some have been doctors who are awakening up to the idea of the endocannabinoid system and understanding cannabis can be a useful tool or medicine. I have other people that are from outside the industry, whether it be computer science, data, uh, financial backgrounds, and they all seem to be coming together. But when people ask me what get me into health in the first place, I tell them that most people I've met that have passionate about something, like becoming a doctor, spending the number of hours and studying in school and things like that, many of them have had their own healing crises, whether they be themselves or their family or their close friends, and this motivates people to a whole nother level. And today, that introduces my guest, special guest today, Renee from the Canamoms. I am so excited to have you here, Renee. Thank you for being on the show. I know you guys are so busy. Just the beginning of this, because we've known each other now for a little over two years, I think. I think we met around the uh, 420 event in Colorado in 2014. And, and just from where things have gone in two years has just been amazing. And it comes from passion. So before I get into any more of my excitement, I want to say hello and welcome on the show, Renee. Hello, and, thank you for having me. And uh, no, it's my pleasure entirely. You guys are you're just ripping it up left and right. And so can you give us the 30,000 foot perspective of who the Canamoms are? So the Canamoms is a officially a 501c3 non-for-profit. We educate and raise awareness about the access to alternative therapies Number one being cannabis as medicine for children of special needs, critically complex children, and one being my son. So it is actually quite, it is, it is quite historic as well. Same government that says marijuana is federally illegal, cannabis is federally illegal, just granted us a 501c3 status. So I think that that's pretty amazing. And now, with that happening, we'll be able to really do what we need to do on a global level. So that's really what it's, what it's about. I mean, it's been three years of continuous advocating, and we're yes. here now. And again, it's still just the beginning. I mean, three years just to get this 501c3 status, which is amazing and well-deserved. And and you and your team of Canamoms have been 
ripping up the country and then some going to trade shows to conferences to meetings you know from the un to harvard to beyond just championing for your children and i think that's the most important thing is this was not a a money play this is not a i want to be in the industry play this is i want to save my child and that's the most important thing in my world and i think that's what gets me engaged is why I wanted you to be on the show and, and, and just so excited about your, what you guys are accomplishing, that it's not being pushed aside or neglected, that people are listening to you and giving you the time to share your stories. And at the same time, your kids, whether or not be a easy course by any means, are, I think for the most part doing better because of cannabis, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, how many, um, how many cannabis officially are, are there at this point? Like, is there like a, a number of uh, members or how's that work? So the founders of Canamoms would be myself, Mariah Barnhart and Giselle Delgadillo. And then Canamoms over the past couple of years has expanded. So we have a board of directors who consist of lawyers, doctors, the head of the Epilepsy Foundation of Florida. And the whole point is to bring more moms and fathers and parents, whomever, on board to fight for the right to have this as medicine now. That's what we do. I think that's great. And, and you're in Florida. But you're, I know because I'm in Florida as well, and it's not a friendly state for the most part. And so you guys have easily could have packed up or not so easily, but had, I guess, the option of giving up your home and all your, your, your local connections and saying, we're going to go to a state that will allow us this. But that's not acceptable, really, when, it, when, it, when you have a, a product or a plant that can help. And why should you have to move and move your whole family and, and incur that expense, right? So I'm, I'm preaching the fact that you're fighting this fight from an, a somewhat unfriendly state, or it's getting more friendly slowly, but it has definitely has not been a welcome environment to do all this hard work. It has not been. One of the mothers actually um, relocated to Colorado thinking that it would be so easy. It's not easy. You leave your state. You leave your support group. You go to a place. You think you're going to get the medicine right then and there. There are protocols. And even being in a legal state, as parents of critically ill children giving cannabis to your child doesn't mean that Child Protective Services or DCF won't come knocking on your door. Just because it's a legal state, that that protection is still not there. So and that's a, there's a that's federal huge. level. Go ahead. That, I'm saying that's huge. There's a whole federal concern about you're just trying to do the best thing you can for your kids, and yet even with just willing to spend every dollar, do everything you have, go to every doctor, travel, move your whole family, whatever it is, and yet that you know, that's still not enough for the federal government. They think that you're an uncaring or unloving or, or, or jeopardizing your child's health. I think that's just almost ludicrous in concept. It is. It is. And what people need to know is moving to a legal state, yes, it's legal, but it's still federally illegal. There's still a lot of obstacles that we face. So better yet to stay in your state, fight like hard, don't give up. And get in their face. We watch our children suffer day in and day out. Nothing is more painful to see than to see your child suffer. 
So getting in someone's face when they should be listening to you anyway, since we vote those people who we call politicians in office, you have to get in their face because that's our right. And our rights are being violated every day. I love it. I mean, you can hear it in your voice. There's conviction there. I, you know, I've been following you guys and, and Brandon the Brave and Dolly and all these great kids fighting so hard for the last couple of years. I mean, I was dealt with the autism community for many years and, and, and helped that you know, movement along, let them get access to, you know, innovative and integrative care and try different things and see what works. And, you know, that's a really big challenge, especially with when it comes to a substance like cannabis. But again, you got to get in their face. You got to keep fighting. There's lives at stake here. And that's what's most important. I, I love it. It's, it's so important. So we're going to take a quick break and we come back. I want to get into, if it's okay, a little bit more about Brandon's journey, because I think he's an amazing young boy and fights so much and keeps a smile on his face through the whole process. So don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back with Renee Petro and the Canamom. And uh, this is Doc Rob, your concierge of Better Living. Be right back. The concierge for Better Living will continue in a moment. Play as Ted Growing, expelled botany sophomore and the biggest grower in town, only on Weed Firm Replanted. Available on the App Store and Google Play. It's a lot of work being the biggest grower in town. Maintaining a room full of plants while dealing with a slew of eccentric customers, from a hardcore partier to the curious neighbor next door. Is anybody home? Help me expand my bud business by unlocking new strains, customizing my grow room, and completing challenges that you can't get enough of. Grow your empire so big you can see it from space. Low on funds? Don't worry. Weed Firm Replanted is free to download. Download Weed Firm Replanted for free on the App Store and Google Play today. Get growing, Mr. Growing. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. <sighs> cash? Sorry. I don't carry around cash, and I don't want to use the ATM and pay surcharges. You don't need to carry cash. Haven't you heard about PayQuick? Okay, tell me about PayQuick. It's the safe and easy way to pay. It works just like your debit card to securely pay for your purchase, and it gives you rewards points every time you use it. Nice. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. Tommy Chong Show on Cannabis Radio. You know about this podcast. What I really want to do from now on is to solve world problems. I feel like my job is to calm everybody down and focus on how we can save this planet. The Tommy Chong Podcast, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome to my world. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back, and this is such a cool interview. Thank you so much, Renee, for being here and sharing the journey of the Canamoms and your journey. And, and I think that's 
so important. I've always said this too. I, I, I've been working with my mom the last few years and uh, with her conditions and health and cancer and seizures and so forth. And I share this all the time because I know what it's done for, to me emotionally and physically and just just the love I have for her as my mother and trying to get her to feel better day to day. And then I can't imagine just a child, your child that's been going on this for quite some time. So can you give us a little bit of overview or background on Brandon the Brave, your son? Well, Brandon was a healthy child for the first eight years of his life. We were traveling abroad. We were in Amman, Jordan, summer of 2010. A month into our stay, Brandon developed um, a febrile illness. Five days later, Brandon went into a seizure. Three months later, being medically induced in a coma, medevac from Amman to Germany, in a coma for about a month. Many, many, many medications pumped into his body. Doctors couldn't understand why Brandon was seizing thousands and thousands of seizures. At that point, we didn't know whether Brandon was going to live or die. We were told it was some sort of viral encephalitis of idiopathic origin, and that more than likely we would probably never have our child or the child that we knew for eight years back. This happened really in a blink of an eye. My son never got sick. An amazing child with a great personality. Just finished second grade and to know that you're not going to get your child back, he may not be able to walk or talk and that he was going to be different. I saw it when he came out of the coma. He was so, he was suffering severe withdrawals from the medications that they put him on. And I knew it. I saw it in his eyes that it, things were going to really take us by, you know, surprise. And it did. Uh, we were eventually flown back to the U.S. Brandon's doctors here continued telling me that Brandon would need several cocktails of anti-seizure medication, and 19, well, 20 pharmaceuticals later, and six years later, Brandon has really suffered. He has every type of seizure that you can think of. He has medicine-induced autism, probably maybe medicine-induced bipolar tendencies, some schizophrenic tendencies as well. Not easy. And, it's uh, not easy. No, yeah, I know. No, I mean, you don't have to not. go through every detail. I mean, you get you get the picture. I mean, our listeners understand and probably already have it here well done like I do. I mean, you guys have been through such a journey. And, and yet when I see and I love your posts, you know, just his smile and his spirit and his, and his fight still, you know, he's making the best of this unfortunate circumstance, as you guys are as well. But those drugs, I mean, one of the things I, I saw recently that you posted or shared is that you've been weaning him off these drugs. And it's been a, it's one of the most challenging things to do is to get anyone, any patient off, you know, anti-epileptic, anti-seizure, and most of these different type of drugs. The withdrawals and the addiction aspect of these pharmaceuticals, which are supposed to be helpful, are so traumatic. I'm sure, I mean, you can attest to it firsthand that I know that you guys have been working very hard and slowly and, and through a diligent process weaning him off some of these drugs. And, and I, I just can't imagine that process. I do it with my mom too a bit. And that just alone, I, I shiver just knowing what that's like. And it's unfortunate that 
they're willing to throw 15, 20 pills in you, but won't let you take an oil from a plant. Correct. And my son's official diagnosis is FIRES, febrile infection-related epilepsy syndrome, which is probably the rarest neurological disorder in the world. There are very few diagnoses everywhere. When I do find new patients, they unfortunately either don't make it or they are pretty much in a vegetative state. Right. Brandon is the most functional out of the children that I have in my group, but it's not good enough. All of these kids are on several different pharmaceuticals. And to know that cannabis could potentially, I'm not saying that it's just going to be that easy because nothing is ever that easy, but that could potentially ease the pain and suffering and seizures and behavior and give your child or loved one the best quality of life, a functional quality of life, that we can't have access to that because the federal government thinks it's not okay is absolutely unacceptable. So I took matters into my own hands. I said to myself, there's no way Brandon's going to continue staying on these medications. Yes, I've searched for doctors, and they're out-of-the-box doctors, but they're helping me wean Brandon off of the pharmaceuticals. He was on three, Lamectol, Depakote, and Clonopin. He's now only on Depakote and Clonopin. Depakote, hopefully, he will be off of it in about a month's time. And clonazepam, I mean, clonopin is a very, very deadly benzo drug in my eyes. And right. that one's going to take quite a long time. But I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to deal with all the withdrawals that may come about because I know that I can probably get my son back. And the way I'm doing that is with cannabis. And it is truly an amazing plant. And I'm doing it by myself because, unfortunately, you just can't go to a doctor anywhere that you live and that person will just know. But what right. I do know is cannabis has never killed anyone. Never. Whereas these drugs have and they continue to do every day in the United States of America. I'm telling you, I, I've seen it from different perspectives being a naturopathic doctor. The reason why I went down that road in the first place was so that I wouldn't be dependent on pharmaceuticals. And not to say that I would never use them because there are definitely times when they become useful. But I found that there are so many natural and alternative options that we need to at least consider maybe as a first option and then do a pharmaceutical as a secondary option if it's not an urgent care matter and give a more natural holistic approach, an opportunity to work before you automatically jump to a synthetic pharmaceutical, you know, compound. And I, I agree with you, clonopin from all my experience over, you know, 13 years or so being a doctor, you know, I've seen that being as probably the worst drug, if not one of the worst drugs to try to get off of. And yet it's so readily prescribed for a variety of things that, and then all I hear is people who are suffering on it and trying to get off of it, and that's the biggest challenge that they have. So I know it's going to take some time, but I know if anyone's got the the dedication to doing it and helping Brandon, I know you do. And so, of course, anytime I can help with anything, let me know. But you're not alone. And that's the thing is you have this great 
support group now. I know it's not easy, and not and all of you guys are, are have your own individual battles at hand. But I think that one of the things I really admire is that you guys have all grouped together. This Canamoms is is to me means community, and I think people need to reflect that that there is a huge community of of parents, of patients, of people out there that are genuinely passionate about cannabis and how it can be utilized consciously and effectively and professionally, not even just as a haphazard, you know, you know, adjunct therapy, but as a real, you know, scientifically founded, you know, tool to improve the well-being, whether it be, you know, quality of life or reduction of other meds or overall, I don't want to say curative, but, you know, better living model. And I think that's really important that people need to understand that, that while you guys still face persecution, you still have challenges every day. This is not a fight any of you were giving up on. And then as a team, as a community, as a group, the strength is there and you're not going away. So legislators beware. Those that are cannabis haters beware. The cannamoms are coming <laughs> because they're not giving up on this journey whatsoever. So and again, no, I, we are not. Yes. I applaud you guys for that. We're going to take a quick break. And then we'll come back, and I want to just talk a little bit more about, you know, maybe some of the most recent cannabis, uh, cannamom accomplishments aside from the 5133, which is amazing. And then also maybe some ways that people could get involved and support cannamoms, because I think that's also important. You guys aren't doing it on your own, but you still need some help in the process. So um, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Renee and the cannamoms and me, Doc Rob, here at CannabisRadio.com, your concierge for better living. The Concierge for Better Living will continue in a moment. The cannabis industry is growing. Business is booming. And as new opportunities arise in newly legalized states, each market is getting more competitive. Today, it takes more than just being a good grower. Do you have the resources to market and handle this ever-changing business landscape? Let Canna Management Corporation help you grow your canna business with our vast resources and experience to make your business a fully functional service company. Financial management, HR, sales, marketing, efficiency, and more. CMC has the experience and the expertise to improve your business and help you better meet the demands of your clients and customers. Call Canna Management Corporation and let our team get you ready to grow. 415-269-8015. That's 415-269-8015. Or visit canna-management.com. Dr. Dabber, hurry. Its temperature is shooting past 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up. I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct. Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber, doctor's order. Less heat, <laughs> more flavor. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him pink, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. 
cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Well, with four states with tax and regulate and the District of Columbia. The state of cannabis. Oh, my God, it's refreshing. We have people that generally wouldn't speak on behalf of cannabis for fear of retribution, fear of losing your practices, fear of of many of those things, and and find ourselves in a a place that we finally can. Bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. The State of Cannabis. On demand anytime, only on CannabisRadio.com. Let's check back in with Doc Robb and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, and we're back. And I know we could talk for days together because there's so many different aspects of what it takes on this journey to, to look at your child and, and work every day with doctors and legislators and attorneys and, and supporters and haters all at the same time trying to balance it all while living normal, somewhat life. And I think that's one of the things that I really – have always been admiring about you guys and, and from day one with that teamwork, like I mentioned, people don't really recognize the stress and the energy required by the caregivers, by the moms, by the parents, you know, when they have a sick child. And regardless of what the condition is or how severe it is, there's still that caregiver stress. I've dealt with it dealing with my mom and, and, and grandparents, but that's minimal compared to the everyday battle that you guys deal with. So that's one thing I always want to applaud is that you guys are grinding and, and, and constantly going. What are some – I know that the 501c3 status that was granted to the Canamoms is historic and well-deserved. And so, again, applaud you guys and congratulate everyone on that and those good efforts. I know you guys got to sit down with um, Dr. Raphael Mishulam recently, you know, kind of a, the father of cannabis science and research. How was that experience? I mean, is he, mm-hmm. I, I met him briefly, but it seems to be as genuine as – and real as you can imagine. Yes. It was amazing to meet Dr. Mishulam. His knowledge and his wisdom is what we need here in the United States of America. Knowing and hearing him say why lag on the science and, and why stop it because they've been doing it in Israel for years now. <laughs> Funded directly by our, by our government. Why? Why keep this just hidden? You know, he that's is what he wants to know. Why are people suffering when this could be something that could help? I just don't get it, and I don't think he does either. But the genuine nature of that man is amazing mm-hmm. he's a smart smart man and we have we are very very honored to have met him yeah he was he did that nice little fireside chat at the conference and it was just so casual but at the same time so heartfelt and intelligent as far as how he brought it to the market saying how he got started and how he got his first I don't want to say a bag of weed, let's say his, his first supply of cannabis to do research on and it was you know it was just 
people were surprised that he even wanted to do research on it back, I guess, in the 70s. But, you know, I think that it's amazing what he's accomplished and he, and he sees that there's so much more potential that's beyond him, that there's no ego with him at all. He just wants to see what he started mm-hmm. be continued. And I think that's really amazing when someone's done that much for society as a whole to not even acknowledge what he did. He's like, no, there's more we need to do. Keep pushing, keep going. I thought that was quite good. You also guys made an appearance at the UN. What was that about? So there was the special assembly on the world drug problem. And that was called in two years early or earlier than the expected date by three countries, Colombia, Guatemala, and Mexico, the urgency to put forth a better drug policy globally. The focus, in my opinion, attending was cannabis. You had countries like Jamaica, Canada, Mexico, a lot of these open-minded, I would say, progressive countries to come on board and say, you know, enough is enough. We need to stop incarcerating people. We need to figure out a better way because the way that's happening now is not working. Right. And I got to witness that, and I think that was amazing. It was an amazing, amazing experience. That, that's, that's awesome. I wish I could have stayed and gone down to New York with you guys. That war on drugs has got to end. The world is waking up. Cannabis is not a drug in the negative sense. It's a medicine. It's a medicinal plant. It can be used to help many people in many different conditions. And we need to really wake up with the rest of the world as they are and, and stop putting people in jail for using or growing or helping people with a plant. And I think uh, more money needs to be spent to support organizations like yours, more money needs to be put towards research, and also to help people who have issues with other drugs or other conditions. I think we're just seeing this this movement really starting to take off. The acknowledgement of cannabis receiving the 501c3 status is amazing. It's historic. And like you said, it, it should have been done a long time ago, but at the same time, it's, it's timely now. Let's make a difference. You guys are definitely doing it. I, I, I Again... Where can people go to donate to Canamoms, read more about Canamoms, check out Canamoms, and, and fall in love like I have with all the Canamoms? So we are on every social network. You can go to Canamoms.com. You can go find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're everywhere. What, what's happening is we're launching chapters in every state so that hopefully Canamoms will be in every state. So if anyone's interested in applying and wanting to start a chapter in their state, they can also go to canamoms.com. Donations can be made at canamoms.com. Just information. It's a very comprehensive website. So any way that we can help, but we need your help so we can help people, donate. Thank you. I love it. I love it. You guys keep doing the good service. Keep working, fighting. Keep your kids smiling like you do with all that love. And again, I appreciate your time today, Renee. It's great to have you on the show. Fine. We'll have you guys on again with some new updates whenever they occur because I know there's a lot of great things ahead for the Canamoms. So thanks again. Another great episode wrapping up. Oh, my pleasure. You know, it's, it's, it's so wonderful. Like, we could talk for hours. And so we'll do this again sometime soon. Everyone out there, check out the Canamoms. Find them. Like them on social media. Share their information with their friends. If you have a child that needs help, if you need help, 
or if you just want to support the good cause, please support this great organization, these great moms and dads and parents and doctors and lawyers and everyone else that's helping all this great information get out there. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living here at CannabisRadio.com and iHeartRadio, wishing you and yours all the best in health and happiness. expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.